It's Yontif, it's the 15th of August, this is Sorry Tova Best, welcome to Orpnini, and um, we're here, we're going to talk about life. It says that we should increase in learning from the 15th of August and on, and it adds life to life. So, we're going to look at it in Tyra, and then we probably, we want to look a little bit biologically into how that could be. It's just a, a it's just a, a theory, but what could it be that you learn Tyra at night and it gives life to your life? So we're going to see, and and probably tomorrow at ten thirty in the morning, we're going to finish to figure out why if you're learning at night it adds life to you, but also why after the fifteenth above. So tonight we're going to find out how it gives you extra life, not spiritual life, just physical life. If you start learning extra in the nighttime time hours, what's that all about? And we'll see, it says in the Gemara Tainus, it says, There were, in Gemara Tainus, there were no Yom and Taimim like the 15th of Av. Um, I'm going to mute everybody and then um, just um, press star six if you want to say something. There were no Yom Tidings like the 15th of for us. So we understand we are now entering 24 hours of something unbelievable. 24 hours of Gaula injected into Gaula. And the Gemara says there are a number of reasons why. Why it's a moat. We were saying before, um, the people who passed away in the Midbar stopped passing away. It's a day of life. And a number of different things happened on the 15th of, of of of. It is a day of Geula injected into the world and a day of life. But so the question is, if this is a day of life, we're entering these 24 hours of life, what are you supposed to do with them? Great, it's life. Maybe I'll go bowling. Maybe I'll get my nails done. What should I do on a day of life? So it says, Mikanda Eilech, Maisif Yaisif Dola Maisif. Mikanda Eilech, from the 15th of Avon on, as it says in Rashi, because there's more nighttime hours, the, night, the darkness is getting, it changes. The AMPM um, balance switches on the 15th above. It was more day, less, less night. Now it starts to switch to more night, less day. Now, so we're going to say lots of things about the night. It's a mystical time. Well, that's why they have nightclubs. <laughs> they don't have day clubs. Day clubs are for old people. Nightclubs are for young people. So there's something about this mystery time about the night, the dark time. So now more of the darkness, the mystery time is being added. The the calendar switched from the 15th and on of, of this month. And so what are you supposed to do? If it starts to have more dark night, dark time, dark hours, nighttime hours, nightlife, what should you do with your nightlife? The, increasing, there's more nightlife coming along, use it to be involved in Tyra. Oh, okay, well, if a person's 15, that wasn't what they were thinking. But the truth is, if there's more night, then use it to connect to be involved in Tyra. Why? There's a very, as the Gemara says and Rashi brings out, a very basic, you can say, selfish reason there are many reasons to do it. But here is cited a very simple, not a, 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 not selfish in a negative way. Something that benefits me. What's in it for me? What's in it for me if in the nighttime hours from tonight and on, I start doing more learning? It could be maybe one minute, maybe 30 seconds. But what do I get out of it? What's the difference? I do it in the daytime, in the nighttime. It says very clearly, Yaisif Chaim Al-Chayav. Life is added to his life. Life is added to his life. That's pretty intense. That's pretty strong. Life will be added to my life if I in, if I put myself into Torah learning from tonight and on in the nighttime hours. And again, just to review, because there are now going to be more nighttime hours, use them to be involved in Tyra. But it's, you know, okay, use them to be involved in Tyra, but Give me more life? How am I going to get more life? 
Why? Because I'll be good. So if you're good, you have more life. What exactly is it? The Rashbam says the following. Because the nights are getting longer, the days are getting shorter, therefore you need to use your time for what time was created for. Truth. Exploring truth. Connecting with truth. But here's the question. Who does this refer to? The Gemara is saying to do it. And Rashi is saying to do it. Rashbam is also. But Rashi and Gemara, they're saying, this is what you should be doing. Who's you? Does it mean men? Women? Children? All men? All women? All children? Whom does it mean? You know, maybe it only refers to people who uh, own... Uh, libraries, uh, maybe it only refers to people who own cars, maybe. What kind of person does this apply to? You could say, ah, it must apply to Torah students. You know, they should do more learning at night. Here in the Sikha, the Rebbe says, no, 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 no. Uh, can't be. Why not? Ask a child, why not? A five-year-old will tell you. Because a Torah student has an obligation to be learning day and night. So what hours are left that are neither day nor night? So you can't say increase in learning at night. In theory, he's learning the whole night. If you're a true Torah student, in, in, in truth, you're learning the whole night. I guess if a Torah student sleeps some hours of the night, so he falls asleep. You know, and then, but he's basically learning all night with a few breaks of falling asleep in between. But... It doesn't apply to him. We're very technical here. This extra learning at night, it can't apply to him. He's learning all day and all night. Okay. Ah, I bet you could say that it applies to businessmen. Nope. It doesn't really apply to businessmen because if you want businessmen to really um, show their devotion to Hashem and to really increase, when will you tell a businessman to take time out for learning? In the middle of the day, right? It's like, why did Hashem make Mincha? I want you to show in the middle of the day. Everybody knows the thing, the story of, with Dr. Belville Green, I guess, all of the show. Everybody knows that story when, when Rabbi Steller went to him and, and, uh, it was, it took months to get an appointment. He was a big professor and, and, and all of that and had a lot of questions and were at that point before he became from was very skeptical and, you know, very challenging of religious ideas, and and there finally, finally, finally gives a grant an appointment to this rabbi. Maybe Rabbi Feller came to speak to him about supporting the Chabados. I don't know. And in the middle of all this, as everybody knows, Rabbi Feller said, "Oh, excuse me, I have to go down in Myrus," and went off in the corner, and uh, I have to go down in Mincha, and went off in the corner and Davin Mincha. Well. The busy professor was in shock. He couldn't believe what he saw. It took all these months for me to finally give him an appointment, and he's going off in the corner and he's praying. Maybe I'm only planning to give him 10 minutes. He's going to use those 10 minutes for praying. I can't believe it. Maybe he felt, what a chutzpah. Number one. Number two, rabbi's got guts. He's eating up his meeting time with me, going off and praying in the corner. What's going on here? So this is the Indian. This is the Indian with a businessman. In the middle of the day, that's when you're making your money, but wheeling and dealing, and that's when it's all happening. That's not the time to go off in the corner and pray. Every minute is precious. Every minute is precious. You know, I have a friend who used to work in a dress shop, and she said it was the strangest thing. 3.30. Some would be quiet a lot. 3.30. 3.30. It was in Brooklyn. 3.30, people would all start coming into the store, buying. Said, I figured it's because 3.15 is the Rebbe's minion, and people would, and, and people would feel a, a, a hysteris, a, a feeling of, I can't stay the same. They just went through a mincha, the Rebbe's minion. You know, that's the time, whether they went or not. 
And they emerged from that time zone feeling, I can't stay the same. So they figured they should go and buy a new dress. <laughs> That's the concept of a, of a yontif and a chassidish yontif. You enter the day, and by the time you finish the day, you feel like, I can't stay the same. So if you're very, you know, in, very into learning, you feel, oh, I have to take on a chlat. You know, so much, you figure, I need a new dress. I have to order a, a, a matching pair of shoes. Something needs to change in your life. I'm clearing out that closet. Something needs to change. So the middle of the day is the day, the time that a businessman, if he's going to show devotion to Hashem, he's going to do it. He's going to be told, learn in the middle of the day. Not at night. Big deal at night. He's home anyway. What's the difference? So, um, but essentially, after all of these questions, whom does this refer to? That you should increase in learning at night. It refers to every single Jew, whether they sit and learn or they're involved in business. Every kind of Jew. Very interesting. And then the question is, what do you get from it? Why? So, what is it about night that's so special? So it says the following. It says again. If I'm going to learn extra at night now, it's going to give me extra life. Not just spiritual life, physical life. Literally, health, physical life. Good deal. I'm ready to do it. So, but why do I have to do it at night? Do I want to learn more, Tyra? No, no. Nighttime. Why? Because when you learn at night, your life changes. It says, the Rambam says, when you learn Tyra at night, you merit the crown of Tyra. Okay, you walk into a shul. You see that crown of Tyra. You realize, you know, we don't, how, it costs a lot of money, that crown on the sacred Torah. We're here, now here we're talking about a spiritual crown. But we realize it's very precious. And we, and we, and we, we treat it very carefully. That's the physical crown on the Tyra. So you can imagine if there's a spiritual crown on the Tyra, what could be the crown on the Tyra? Whatever Tyra is, when I, when I, when I was a teenager and a woman that I knew said, used to say, we Jews have to learn our Tyra, I, I, I never, I always tell this story, I never knew what she was talking about. What do you mean learn our Tyra? It was a secular kid, what do you mean learn our Tyra? What do you do? Go to Shul and they lift up the Sefer Torah and you stare at it. What, do you, what does that mean, learn our Tyra? I didn't know that there were bookstores full of Svarim. So learn our Tyra. So what does this mean, I have Tyra and I, I earn the crown of Tyra? Whatever this, the crown of Tyra is, I'm going to get it. Whatever is even beyond the truth, the deepest truth of Tyra is the only thing that can ever make me healthy. It's the only thing that will hit the spot deep in my soul. There are other things, a new car and a new this and a new that and amazing food. They will hit the spot in my stomach or in my social status. They will hit the spot temporarily. But, but in terms of hitting the spot in the deepest part of my soul, which will keep making me mashuga until I do, if I'm Jewish, it will make us mashuga until we do hit the spot. The only thing that will hit the spot and make us feel, ah, I'm home. I'm grounded. I'm safe. I belong. This is mine. I'm whom I was created to be. The only thing that will hit the spot for any Jew, whether he knows it or not, is Tyra. Okay? Um, put a crown on top of that reality. Royalty, leadership, whatever you want to say. Imagine taking your deepest satisfaction that's deeply synced up with Tyra and Filtering that into leadership. Crown, king, queen, leadership. Take that. Take all of that deep Tyra connection. Filter it into a, a, a global leadership. Today, anybody can have a global leadership, you know. Make a website, make a podcast, make a flyer, do a Canva thing, do... 
whatever it is, social media, today anybody can have your 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 share goes viral, your video goes viral. You never know. Today anybody can have global influence, meaning be a world leader through social media. So that leadership, the crown on Tyra, imagine imagine that you have world influence. If you have world influence with the deepest level of Tyra, pretty good. Now, that's a satisfying way to live. Pretty good. So when we say, if you want to be Zaycha, you want to earn, you want to merit this crown of Tyra, I'm going to interpret it as everything else plus world leadership. With, with Tyra being the basis of your world leadership. Where, how am I going to get enough Tyra to, where am I going to, what am I going to have to give the world? Ah. So the Rambam says, I'll tell you what to do. You want to have stuff to say to the world and become a world leader with Tyra, with truth? And if you, yes. And what are the benefits? What do you mean? Anybody who comes into contact with the truth that you teach them will feel deeply satisfied. You will be different from everybody else who teaches them all, teaches them all the nonsense. They're up, the nonsense may be more sparkly, but in the end, your, what you teach them will be the only thing that can ever satisfy their deepest wounds and their deepest emptiness. The world, Jewish people, non-Jewish people. If you want to step into that royalty, you need to be learning Tyra at night. That's it. You need to be learning Tyra at night. And it even says, That means, if you really want to have the Kesser, the crown of Tyra, then at that time it said, don't get involved in other things. Today we, we do it in a different way. Then it was, you know, stay away from, stay away from all the other stuff. Learn Tyra. Today, we don't stay away from all the other stuff. We bring all the other stuff into the tents of Tyra. That's the difference between then and now. Then they said, don't worry about what you wear, what you eat, what you drink, what you did. Forget it. Who cares what kind of furniture you have? It's all nonsense. Just learn Tyra. And that was the way then. Focus. Only Tyra. Today, it's also only Tyra. But today... We include, instead of throwing away everything else, we add everything else into the learning of Tyra. The furniture and the food and the this and that, all gets, it all gets bundled into the same bundle and it enriches, it enriches our learning of Tyra. So, so it's saying if you want that, the way of Tyra at that point is a simple life, you know, just sleep on the floor, you know, a little bread and, and, and water, etc. But, but the point is, it's a mitzvah to learn, to learn Tyra at night and during the day, but ain't Adam Lamed Rav Chachmasa Ela Balayla. The most Chachma, and we're going to stop for a second on the word Chachma that you learn is at night. Chachma. Whatever Chachma is, I want it. You get it when you learn at night. So, Misharat of the Zachas, the Kesir Tara, Yizar so if you want the crown of Tyra, and we were saying I'm interpreting as leadership, leadership with truth, a leader, a, a thought leader of truth. I've often said a few years ago there were all these coaches and big name coaches who all went to California and they had a leadership conference and they were all there and they sent a they sent little YouTubes back, little Facebook lives of how they were getting along, you know, what they were learning and picking up from the leadership conference. And they asked people to write comments. And I wrote one comment. It said, you're all there for a leadership con- uh, conference, thought leaders. Please, I'm going to ask you a very simple question. I wrote, nobody answered me, of course. I said, what are you thought leaders about? Like, you're leaders, but a thought. What are your thoughts? that you're leading in, right? So, yeah, a bunch of, right? The thoughts that they became leaders in, a lot of it is nonsense. You're the real thought leader. 
your thoughts, if your thoughts are Tyra thoughts, and you assume any kind of teeny tiny leadership position, even for five minutes, when your son's standing on the street corner, you're the thought leader. You are wearing that. You have that crown of Tyra. So, and if you want the crown of Tyra, learn at night. There's something about the learning at night which will get you that crown of Tyra. You walk around the world as a queen with the crown of Tyra on your head. And crown of Tyra means two things. You wear the crown. The It's two types of crowns. We're going to see in a second. When the Rambam is asking, what does it mean, if you want to be crowned with the crown of Tyra? And also it says, whoever wants to be Zeichel with Keser Tyra. What does it mean? Keser Tyra means two things. I want that crown of Tyra, right? We want to be the thought leaders. Who? They should be the thought leaders. All the Mishagayim out there that can't figure out what I want to say, right? We know all the insane philosophies out there in the world. If you're not going to be the thought leader, then who? Then who? Some Somebody with crazier hashkafas than, than, than the elephant in the zoo? Who should be the thought leader? You. You're the one should, that should be Zaycha to the crown of Tyra and be the thought leader. So what does it mean, Kesar Tyra, the crown of Tyra? It means two things. HaKesar should Tyra Asma. It's the crown of Tyra itself, meaning the higher part of Tyra. So one, me- so one meaning means if you want the crown on top of Tyra, the cr- has nothing to do with you. If you want the, 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 the icing on top of Tyra, the cream of the cream of the cream of all Tyra knowledge, Dafka and Dafta Hilchus of Tyra are called Kisra Tyra. But if you want the crown of the crown of the crown of Tyra, learn it at night. And also, if you want the Tyra that you learn to crown you, you don't want the Tyra that you learn to just remain in your notebook or remain on the audio that you made or the Dvar Tyra that you set at the Shabbos table. You want that the Tyra that you learn should go deep within you, sync up with your, your Nishama, with your Esam and Nefesh, be seep into all of your bones and be your crown that the Tyra that you learn, when you walk around on the streets, everybody sees that this is a, this is a, this is a thought leader and this is a Tyra Jew. People sense that there's a crown on your head. You become, that means if you, if you're a sincere Tyra learner and you had gone to that, what I would term probably ridiculous thought leaders convention in California, whatever it was, three, four, five years ago. I would guarantee you, I mean, I've gone to those kinds of things and you stand out. People realize you're not the same as everybody else, not just because you won't shake hands with somebody of the opposite gender. People sense that you're not just another coach. You're not just another entrepreneur. You're not just another, you have something that nobody else in the room has. They can see the crown on your head. You know, if they're, imagine that you go to that three-day thing, event, and at the end there's an artist, you know, one of the features that you paid $500 to be there, one of the features is there's an artist who does kind of a, a, a sketch caricature of how everybody sees you. I remember once I was at such a thing and and um, we at the end, we had to wear um, a big piece of cardboard on our back, and everybody wrote on the cardboard um, what they thought of you. And then when you take it off and you go home, you look. So, you know, a lot of people, dynamic, fun, great, this, that. So I, I looked at mine and it said, very wise. And very wise. Why? They could sense the crown on the head. 
Why? Learn Tyra. Anybody that's listening to the Shear, if they had gone to that three-day thing, they would have gotten on the back also, word saying very wise. Because if you're a Tyra Jew, and especially if, if, if you do it right, people sense the crown on your head. The Tyra becomes your crown. That's how it's brought out. That the crown becomes the the tire becomes the crown of the person who's learning it. Okay, and at the same time, crown of tire means the juiciest, the most exalted part of tire. That's all. That's the crown of tire. Tire becomes your crown, and also tire has its own crown. Both ways, both types of crown. If you want to get them, how do you get them? Learn Tyra at night. Learn Tyra at night. Because, and here they're saying, the Rambam is bringing out that the Tyra Mahtira at Adam, the Tyra literally crowns the person who learns it. And so, you become a different person walking around the world. So, and, and the halakha that says, if your heart brings you to want to do this mitzvah, mitzvah properly, to be crowned with a kesser of Tyra, then, and that the, what you want is, what you're looking for by learning at night, is that the Tyra becomes your entire mitzvah. It becomes you. You eventually become a walking safer Torah. We may not feel that, and we certainly don't feel that about each other. You know, you walk into show like, yeah, you know, we're very cynical and we're very tough on each other. But in a way, but in a way, the rest of the world, compared to them, the rest of the world sees us as a walking safer Torah. So, um... Here it says, you know, don't think that you can you can acquire Tyra with wealth and riches, etc. Again, that was then. Today, there's still a certain poverty that's needed, and we'll see in a second. There's still a certain poverty that's needed to buy. In other words, it's not a free crown. If I want to become a, a walking safer Torah, or the crown, people sense the crown, you know, the the crown on my head, so to speak, out on our head. Or, or I want to, and also meaning I want to reach the crown part of Tyra, you have to do it in poverty. can't do it in wealth. But today it doesn't mean economic wealth. Today it means, it doesn't mean, you know, no, no car, no phone, no this, no that. Today, you know, whatever wealth is today, what's wealth today? Uh, having a summer home and a, and a winter home, it's not, it's not wealth anymore. It's, it's, uh, this is what you need to do in this world. You know, everybody's got their, their, their level. That's not called wealth. I don't know if there's any such thing as wealth, economic wealth anymore. You know, it's a bunch of bleep, 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 it's a bunch of little numbers. There's, you know, I used to, I used to think, I used to remember I would ask my, my brother, I said, you know, when I was a kid, so what happens when I go to the bank? If I put $25 into the bank, so if I go to the bank, do they do they have a drawer with my name on it and and Susan Finkel, right? A drawer that says Susan Finkel, and then and then I would come in, you know, six years old, and and I would come in and they'll open the drawer and they'll take out my money. He said, No, 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 no. So where's your money? Money doesn't exist. It's just it's it's bleeps. It's numbers. It's it's not even there. It doesn't really exist. It's just probabilities of existence, you know. It comes and it goes. So today when 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 Tyra is saying you want to acquire this crown, you have to do it in poverty, here it's talking about a different then it was saying, you know, sleep on the floor, don't use a bed, eat bread, don't have sushi. Today we eat sushi is basic. That's not the poverty. What's the poverty that earns us the Tyra? Spiritual poverty. Meaning, first of all, we want that the Tyra, when it becomes our crown, and we're going to, again, get to the poverty part, what happens is it makes us and Tyra one piece. It makes us and Tyra one piece. 
And therefore, it's not me and I learn Tyra, but it makes us and Tyra one piece. That's the crown that will muster with the words of Tyra. We're surrounded with the words of Tyra. And therefore, we become one with it. That comes to a poor person. Interesting. Spiritually poor. What's, when, when you become spiritually poor, at night. At night. Why you spiritually poor at night? And also, I just want to remember to mention the spiritual, in a second, the spiritually poor person is the one wearing the crown. Isn't that an oxymoron? Isn't that a day? That's a, <laughs> that one doesn't make sense, but I'll get back to that in a second. But what makes us poor at night? Let's just say like this. The king in all his royal robes with his entourage and all these bodyguards and, and his whole thing. What do they call it? The Shmaini Begadim. He wears all his fancy outfits. You don't think he wears pajamas when he goes to sleep? Probably. Okay, so he wears royal pajamas. You really think he wears royal pajamas? So if somebody comes in to see the king, he's like, excuse me, give me time to get dressed. I mean, the king's wearing pajamas. He looks a, more, a little more humble in pajamas. He looks more humble in pajamas. I mean, Rahman Aslan, over the centuries when people were taken into by police and interrogated for questioning, they would always come in the middle of the night and slept them out of their bed. There was a certain emotional poverty when a person is sleeping and they're more vulnerable and they're, they're not out there big macher in the middle of the day with their whole entourage, not the king, not the rich person, nobody. The, the nighttime is a more humble time. You're a little person. You have to wear pajamas to go to sleep. You're a little person. You're spiritually poor relative to the daytime. The big CEO of Microsoft. Oops. <laughs> oh, that's right. Middle of the day. Oh, wow. Sorry. He's busy. His secretary's there but he has a secretary, secretary to decide he should sleep or he shouldn't sleep. And if he can't fall asleep, the secretary may. He's a poor guy. He's rich during the day. He's relatively poor at night. So if that's the case, then if I become, how do I earn the crown of Tyra? I become a walking, walking wise person that people can see the crown on my head. And that's because I've, if I've tuned, we've tuned into the crown part of Tyra, the real deep essence of Tyra, the deep wisdom of Tyra, not just the halachas, but the deep wisdom of Tyra. That you get in poverty. When, do, when are you poor? At night. So therefore the Gemara says, and Rashi brings out, if you want to, Earn the crown of Tyra, be that crown, and get to the real essence of Tyra, then do it at night. Learn it at night. So, um, um, okay, I'm going to ask for comments. Okay, so let's switch for a minute to, so we're saying, if you want, if you do all of this and you start learning at night from the 15th of Av and on, we said probably tomorrow morning, tomorrow morning we're going to learn why after Tuba Av, after the 15th of Av, not just any night, but we understand now the nighttime when you are Shval Ruach, you're humble. You're humble. You're doing a Cheshvan and Nefesh, you're humble. Now it's a big Machel, all of that. When you have that poverty, that's when you can really unify yourself with Tyra. So how does that add life to my life? And it literally adds and is brought out in the Gemara and is brought out by the Chaim It means Chaim Kipshuta. It literally adds life to my life. How does this add life? Okay. So now, just look at it very simply biologically. We have a hormone. Or we have a chemical in our body, body. It's called cortisol. Not so great. We don't want our cortisol levels to be high. It's uh 
let's just call it not very good for the immune system. I guess people with certain not such good diseases, God forbid, high cortisol levels, it's a stress hormone. And it being high means we're highly stressed out. And, and in fact, I once read a very beautiful article, very sweet, by um, somebody who's involved in, in natural medicine. And she said, she said, okay, we're going to discuss how to increase the immune system of your child, how to build a strong immune system in your child. Now, a strong immune system means live longer, live better, live healthier. So she said, what do you do to increase, to build up the immune system in your child? Now, you would think, this vitamin, this, this mineral, this, 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 that. She said, very simple. You know what you have to do to build the immune system of your child? Teach them to say please and thank you. Teach them to say please and thank you? Yeah. What does that mean? Well, watch this. If a child says, please, may I have that, or thank you so much, the, the, the person, let's say the adult, the person that they were talking to, smiles at them and is happy. Very nice child. He says, please. He says, thank you. He's going to get a smile from the person that he's speaking to. You get a smile, you look at a smiling face, smiling at you, and the smile shows you that, what is the smile saying to you? I like you. And I feel, ah, that person likes me. They're happy with me. What happens when I feel that the person that I'm talking to is happy with me? It adjusts my cortisol level to a healthy level. That means the cortisol level goes down. Okay, and all the happy hormones, you know, the serotonin and and all of those go up. So all the, as they call them, the bliss hormones go up. And all of the, the, the good chemicals in the body go up and the bad ones go down. What? When does this happen? When somebody smiles at you. He looks, looks at you as if to say, I like you. Nice kid. Right? I like you. I appreciate you. Nice kid. I approve of you. Boom. Your good hormones go up, your bad hormones go down. Net effect has an effect on the immune system. There's growth. The the cells are are repairing themselves. All of these hormones enable the cells to repair better, to grow better, to increase, to detox, to take in nutrients, and to send out all of the toxins. Everything works. It's like a, a factory that's working at top speed, efficiency, everybody's happy and it's working well and they're producing well and it's great. You want to have such an immune system. Everything's working nicely. It's just working well and person's on the way to living a long life, not just a healthy life at this moment, but a long life. This is all, this is the way it works biologically. So what do you need to do to have that healthy immune system? And I, you know, I could talk about this for hours, but I'm not, you know, as Dr. Bruce Lipton, who's Jewish, says, um, your cells are swimming in a sea of, of, of chemicals, and the sea of chemicals, this soup of chemicals, will determine what happens to each cell. Does it go in a healthier direction or does it the opposite? Depends what's going on in this chemical soup in your body. So what determines the chemical soup that's floating around in your system? Partly the good hormones and the bad hormones. They kind of tell the whole system. Do this, do that. So essentially, more good hormones, happy hormones, feeling good, feeling about yourself, feeling deeply satisfied, all of that stuff, puts the good stuff up, the bad stuff down, it affects in a very positive way your immune system. So what happens when you have a stronger immune system? You're more likely to live longer, and you're more likely to live a better life right here, right now. No matter what the length of a life, person's life is, it, it should be eternal life. Amen. But the, the quality of your life right here, right now, depending on how many of the good chemicals are floating around in your bloodstream, that determines how much life force you've got in your system. Healthier person has more life force. So now let's go back what to the, what the Gemara is saying. The Gemara is saying, if you do this and this and this, it will add life to your life. To me, besides everything else, spiritually for sure, and 
physically. It's saying you will be physically healthier. You'll have more life force. More life force, live better, live longer, live healthier. There we go. It adds life to your life. But what does it have to do with learning Tyra at night? Because here we're saying that when you learn Tyra at night, then what are you, Zaycha? To You become a whole different person. You approach the Tyra with a certain humility because you're learning it in the nighttime hours. And at the same time, what's happening is you become the wise woman walking around the world, right? Whoever you are, all of us. You become that wise Jew with the crown, the crown on their head that somehow everybody else notices. We just don't, again, we don't notice it on each other because we're so used to each other. But the nations of the world see us that way. That's the way they see us. So when we realize they're seeing us that way, not everybody, you know, we're so obsessed with they hate us, they hate us, they hate us. Half of the world has such respect for us as long as we have respect for ourselves as, as well. I said, wow, you Jewish people, when you start to live like that, it gets all the good hormones up. It affects your immune system. So therefore, and when I reach the crown of Tyra, and I am a walking crown of Tyra, it creates a deeply satisfying life. I come to the point where I feel like, this is what I was created for. And there's a satisfaction about life, about fulfilling one's purpose in life, that if anybody in the world of all the nations knew what it is, they would buy it for a billion dollars. For us, it's free, so to speak. It's So to speak, you earn it. If they understood what it is, that kind of Stepping into your true power, understanding who you are, being the wise Jew who walks around the world, being the true thought leader that the world wants to look up to. And you became the thought leader, even in your own tiny, small way, by what? What did you do? By by learning Tyra at night and tuning into the crown part of Tyra, the essence of the essence of Tyra. Team is a Tyra. As it says in Yemaisa Mashiach, everything will be, you know, we'll be learning like Beishamah. They were very smart. They were very wise. They were very deep. And how do they get there? How will we get there? By learning Tyra Chadasha, by learning the deepest parts of Tyra. It makes you very wise. Once you're very wise, the world respects you. You know, um, there was a Rabbi Shnerith and Allah Shalom in, in he used to walk around in Yerushalayim in the days before Intifada, and the Arabs would bow in front of him. That's what we were told by his family. The Arabs would bow in front of him because they felt such awe of him. They could sense the crown on his... They were wearing turbans. Looks like they're wearing a crown. Or whatever they were wearing. He was wearing a simple yarmulke. But they saw a crown on his head. So this is the Indian. And this, this Dafka we're saying, it has a, uh, it, it, this Dafka has, comes through the nighttime. And as it says also, there's a, a particular Segula for learning at night. That when you learn at night, you become Makushar, not only to the Chachma of Tyre, you become connected not only to the Chachma of Tyre, if you learn at night, you become connected to the Shekhinah. So there we go again. You become connected to the Shekhinah. Once you do, find that page, once you become connected to the Shekhinah, you're living a different life. You're not just a regular person walking down the street. You're, you're living a different life. And therefore, and therefore the Rambam says, there's no joy of Tyra except at night. As it says, Kumi Raini Balaila, come rejoice at night. Whoever is involved in Tyra Chutchel Chesed, they emphasize that it isn't only talking about just learning a Tyra, of Tyra. It's not only talking about the words of Tyra, but it should settle, you should become 
deeply grounded, settled in the Chachmas Tyra, but also Pneumus of Tyra. The joy, the, the song of Tyra. It's a melody. It's not just stuff. I know the halachas and I know all the stuff. But the joy, the juicy, amazing, creamy, delicious cream of Tyra, Rena of Tyra, the, the, the song of Tyra, the melody, it has an effect on it that it should be chut of chesed. And when you cleave to the one who gives the Tyra, which is connected with learning Tyra in a humble way, we said in a poor way, and dafka that learning makes possible that you can cleave to the holiness of Tyra, you become a totally different person. That totally different person is a, a person who's alive. And the nighttime is man masugo, is a sitting time to get to that low state and to get to that place of cleaving with the one who gives the Tyra. And therefore, and, it, and it's one of the, and it's, it's one of the prerequisites, and we'll end with this. And therefore, when it says, Maisif Yosef, Yosef Chaim al that life will be added to your life when you do this learning at night. And also it says that the Rebbe doesn't emphasize it here, and if you don't, then, you know, you won't. But the adding of learning and Tyra at night, besides adding in commas, it's not just how much. Okay, last night I learned this, now I'll learn this much. But the quality of learning at night. When you're learning at night, you're thinking, although we feel like I'm so tired at night, I can't focus. And the interesting thing is, what are we concerned about? I can't focus at night, I'm half asleep. What's the point? It can't apply to me. Why not? Why? We keep thinking that we're supposed to remember what we learned and write it down and be able to say it over a Friday night at the table and all of this or say it in the sheer and what good are we when we're half asleep? Who says we got it right? The crown of Tyra is not how many pieces of info I remember from the Sikha, from the Mimer, from the Halakha, from this. It's not about info. It's not about how much stuff. It's not about increasing in commas, in, in quantity, but increasing in echus, meaning what Whatever I learned, whether I remember it or not, what you learned last night, I don't remember it. That's okay. That's good. Great. Fine. Who needs to remember it? I mean, I'm saying that as a teacher, right? When it goes in your bones and you become one with it and it leaves no remnant, there's no stain left over, right? It was totally absorbed. Then you're there. You may not remember a thing. I don't know. I learned every single night. I can't even say a verse at the table Friday night. It's okay. I mean, I can say it's okay. Because what you're, what you do get is the crown of Tyra. Mistabic and nice in a Tyra. You cleave to the one who gives the Tyra. He is life. The giver of the Tyra is not only the creator of life. He's life. Multiple choice. You know, match them up. Life. Yeah, match them up. He is life. He gives life. He is life. He's eternal life. He lives forever. You cleave to him. He lives forever. You get to. And he's full of life. You cleave to him. You get to be full of life. You get to be a live person on whom one can see that this person is alive. Not one of the Workers in the cubicle in corporate America. I mean, it might be okay to work in, you know, if you're, but when you're cleaving with the one who gives life and the, the giver of the Tyra, you, the life, the, he has much more life than you. He gives you his life force. When you, you become best buddies with the giver of the Tyra. He gives you some of his best stuff. He's your best buddy. What's his best stuff? Life. He gives you some of it. And so it's This is what it means. Life is added to your life. Well, yeah, you're best buddies with the giver of life. He gives you some of it. And that means that in addition to 
extra life, it means you will have extra life. And one more thing, it means that you'll have an increase in the type of life you have. A higher type of life. When, you know, each of the mystical, you know, the mystical sages that left the world on the word, you know, Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, etc., leaving the world on the word, saying the word Chaim, we're talking about a higher level of life. When you're in this world, your life and everybody else's life is a different life. You're living life. They're living existence. You're living life. That means not only you'll have extra life in Eilam Haba, when, when you are here, you're living the life of Eilam Haba. You, you're, you have a life. You know how they say get a life? How do you get a life? You learn Tyra at night. So we're going to stop here tomorrow morning at 10.30. Mr. Shem on the same line, we're going to find out. Now we understand why you have to do it at night. But why do you have to start doing it in the nights from the 15th of Av and on? You know, can't it just be after Hanukkah? Why do you have to be in the 15th of Av and on? And that's a whole other juicy life subject that's also fun. fun, Very delicious. So... We'll just give a, each other a bracha that on this 15th of Av, which is a day of Geula, 24 hours of Geula, downloaded into into these last seconds of Gullah. These are not regular hours, these 24 hours of Chamisha Atabah. They're Geula hours, and they're special hours, and they're free gift hours. And you don't even have to cook specially. <laughs> not, no, not much work. No work involved. It's about, you know, for, 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 for Jewish women, this is, you could say there were no Yemen tidings for Jewish women like the 15th of Av. You could say that because no cleaning, no cooking, no anything, right? No prep. Everything done. Just dance. Life. So may Hashem take us to the third base of Nigdash in these hours and take us to the Gula Mitzvah with eternal life. Like it was set up in the Midbar when those who passed away were supposed to pass away didn't and they realized it's a day of life, may it turn into real life for us, full life, kindness, eternal life, and it should be immediately now.